Hello to all you naughty readers out there. Welcome to Chanel Ivy's Steamy Romance Reads podcast. I'm Chanel Ivy, and I'm absolutely delighted that you're joining me. As this is my first episode, I'd like to start off reading an excerpt from my debut novel, Her Hostile Takeover. Tessa Green just graduated from college and is starting her first job at Walker International, a hugely successful financial firm. With this new opportunity comes new experiences, and Tessa's new position does not disappoint. Tessa is unexpectedly partnered with the sultry CEO, Ms. Veronica Walker, who helps her experience the boardroom in ways Tessa never could have anticipated. These women have to decide how far they're willing to go to be together in this world where you have to treat every relationship like a business transaction, like a hostile takeover. So let's jump right in. Are you all excited? I know I am. Let's start with chapter one. I'm so excited. It felt like this day would never come. My first day at a real job is going to be great. It has to be. I was finally free from the confines of the classroom and can now enjoy the free life of the boardroom. I could barely contain my excitement as I picked out my sharpest dark gray pencil skirt and navy blue silk blouse with classic black heels. My clothes felt more like battle armor than clothes to me. They made me feel invincible, like I could conquer anything. And today, I was going to kick ass at my new position with Walker International. I graduated from New Jersey State College two months ago, majoring in accounting, and I was going to put my degree to good use making money, and I needed to pay back my student loans. Everyone always tells you to stay in school, get good grades, and your life will be everything you could ever want it to be. They forget to tell you that you're going to spend most of your adult life after school paying for all the education you needed to get the job you want. Well, there's no time for being in the dumps about my financial situation. I've got a first day to conquer. I walked out confidently from my tiny rundown studio apartment in Philly to the bus stop as I waited and sipped my coffee. I was in my own little world full of anticipation as I ran through how my first day was going to go when I heard whistling from behind me. Hey, pretty lady, look at those legs. Shit, it's too early to want to work so hard, but baby, I'd work that ass until you screamed, said a husky guy dressed in a wife beater and basketball shorts as he grabbed his crotch through his clothes and then slapped his similarly dressed friend on the shoulder. I ignored his offensive comments as I clutched my purse tightly to my side and squeezed my metal mug, almost spilling my coffee. The second pig spoke up as they both walked closer to me. Come on, baby. You know you want some of this fine caramel cock in that uptight pussy. Just as I was about to reach into my purse and grab my pepper spray, the bus thankfully pulled up. I rushed to get on as soon as the doors were opening and I heard the men making more lewd comments, but fortunately I couldn't understand them. I looked at the bus driver as I paid my fare, but he was barely paying attention to anything other than apparently an elusive booger in his nose as he dug inside his face with his finger. I was not going to let these disgusting men ruin my day, so I took a seat as close to the door as I could find. I didn't need to spend one second more than required on this bus with the booger-digging driver. Thankfully, it wasn't a long drive to the business district where my new job as a staff accountant with Walker International was waiting for me. I stepped through the doors and breathed in deeply. The smell of corporate America was cathartic after the morning I was having, and the air was sweet with the aroma of fresh muffins and coffee wafting through the large open foyer 
of the glass and metal building. The Walker International Building was one of the largest in Philly, and the architecture was striking with harsh, clean lines everywhere. Every surface seemed to glisten or shine beautifully, but my surroundings made me feel a little uneasy. Everything seemed so rigid, like even the building was cutthroat. What if I couldn't cut it with these corporate types? What if I wasn't shrewd enough to fit in with my coworkers? I was lost in self-contemplation when I realized the security guard from behind the gray slate counter in front of me was trying to get my attention. Excuse me, miss. Can I help you with something? Yes, I'm sorry. My name is Tessa Green, and today is my first day here. I'm supposed to be meeting Greg Hunter on the 45th floor. I'm the new staff accountant, I said, smiling at the handsome young man in uniform. I'm going to need to see some ID. Well, straight to business with this one, I guess. No chit-chat or niceties. I gave him my driver's license and he tapped away at his keyboard, making a call before even looking at me again. You're going to use the elevators right behind me to get to the 45th floor, and when you exit, go to the left to their front desk and ask for Mr. Hunter. He's aware of your arrival and will be giving you your security badge. Please make sure you have your badge with you at all times and in plain sight, he said coldly. Thank you, I responded, feeling a little out of place. Wow, talk about taking your job seriously. Well, I wanted a corporate job. It looks like I certainly found one. Chapter 2 Mr. Hunter was pretty much the same as the security guard. He was direct and to the point, but seemed slightly more timid at least. I was given my security badge and shown to an area with cookie-cutter cubicles lining large glass floor-to-ceiling windows that were filled with people working away at their computers and talking seriously on their phones. Mr. Hunter showed me to my desk area and gave me a folder with my username and instructions on how to get signed into the computer system. He also gave me a workbook that apparently went along with a training class I'd need to complete before I'd be given my first account to work with. I was so happy for this day to come, and now I was kind of sad it was here. I was expecting to work side by side with people learning the ropes. I was looking forward to having conversations with my coworkers and getting to know everyone I'd be sharing nine or more hours a day with for God knows how long but I guess that wouldn't be the case. I sat down at my sparse gray desk and began the provided training. I hoped the course would be quick and easy, but I finished the introduction part that seemed to take forever. And when I looked at my watch, it was only 9.45. I got here at nine. How had it only been 45 minutes? Oh, this day was going to last forever and not in a good way. Just as I decided to get up and stretch and find the restroom before I started on the next boring section of training, the doors to the conference room burst open. A tall, strikingly beautiful woman who looked to be in her mid-thirties with long, flowing black hair and red librarian-style glasses yelled out as she plucked away at her phone angrily. Greg, are you seriously telling me that we have no one here that I can take to review the Jackman file? It's not that hard. All I need is one person to go over the details with me, so I know what I'm talking about before I walk into my meeting Wednesday night with a fuckhead Jack Jackman himself. They don't even have to know what they're looking at. I just need someone to read it to me because I have too much other shit to do. I can't sit down and go through his file. Is there no one available to pull from something else? Greg followed quickly behind the beautiful woman who was clearly in charge as he stammered his response. Well, uh... We have everyone else working on the Clayton acquisition project. It's, well, the, uh, the woman stopped dead in her tracks and turned around to look down at Greg as he almost walked into her. Damn it, Greg, 
can't you ever just give me a serious fucking answer without stuttering like an idiot? Do we or don't we have someone I can borrow for the next two or three days? Greg looked around at everyone who had their heads buried in their computers pretending to miss the confrontation in front of us, and his eyes settled on me as he smiled. Yes, yes, we do have someone you can take. Take Tessa, Tessa Green. She just started and isn't committed to any accounts yet. I'll get her the Jackman files and have her assigned solely to you, Miss Walker. Did he just say Miss Walker? As in Veronica Walker, the CEO of Walker International? Oh, shit. This can't be happening. It's my first day, and they're giving me to the CEO? I felt nauseous as I looked up from my cubicle to Greg and then Miss Walker, who were both now staring at me. Miss Walker cocked her head to the side, and I thought I saw a small smile pull at the corner of her mouth, but her expression was gone before I could confirm if it was happy or not. She'll do. Send her to my office right away with the information I need, Greg. You can do that for me, right, Greg? Yes, ma'am. Right away, ma'am. Damn it, Greg. What did I tell you about calling me ma'am? Miss Walker questioned sharply as she stormed through the hall towards the elevators. She was already gone before Greg could respond to her. Wow, what a whirlwind of a woman. I knew she had a reputation for being a bit of a hard ass, but holy crap, she was intense and stunningly beautiful in person. She was actually one of the main reasons I wanted to work here. Who wouldn't want to work for a strong woman in today's corporate environment? Women are gaining power everywhere, and I wanted to be part of that. What better place to be than a company founded by a single woman who's known in the news and tabloids for her pit bull, no-shit-taking business style? I had seen her picture in magazines, online, and the papers, but seeing her in person was so different. She was so much taller than I expected. She exuded so much strength it was intimidating. I couldn't believe I didn't realize it was really her until Greg said her name. I almost wanted to slap myself for not knowing, but I'd have to take time for chastising myself later since Greg was heading straight for me. So Tessa, you're going to be working directly with Miss Walker for the next few days. If you come with me to my office, I'll get the Jackman files for you, he said as he started walking. All you have to do is read the reports to her. It'll be easy. All you have to do is read them out loud to her. I quickly got up from my desk to follow him. Uh, okay. All you have to do is read the reports to her. That's it. Okay, I get it. Read her the reports. All you have to do is read her the reports. Greg, is there a reason why you keep repeating yourself? He stopped and turned to me. You have to, uh, be careful around Miss Walker. She's very, uh, particular. She goes through assistance like most people go through pens, but please don't tell her I said that. She'd have my head on a platter. Greg looked directly into my eyes, flashed a quick smile, and turned to continue toward his office. She fired her last assistant after three weeks. Fred was a good kid, but he couldn't keep up with her. She made him cry the first day, and it was all downhill from there, Greg said, smirking. But I'm not her assistant. I'm a staff accountant, I said, slightly confused that he would compare me to her last assistant. He opened the door to his office and motioned for me to enter. Right. But if I know Miss Walker, and I'm pretty sure after five years here, I think I do, even though you're supposed to be helping her read up on the Jackman account, she's going to treat you like you are her assistant. If you want to last longer than just today, you'd be wise to do everything she says, how and when she says it. He responded as he handed me a thick blue binder with Jackman written on the spine. 
I'll take you up to her office now. You might want to grab your purse. I don't think she'll be coming back down here anytime soon. And I doubt she's going to let you leave her side until she's ready to leave for the night. I let out a sigh as I followed Greg back to my desk. Today was turning out to be one hell of a first day. On to chapter three. Are you guys enjoying yourself? I hope you are. I am. Greg had to stop at the front desk to have security update my badge, giving me access to the 82nd floor. Only certain members of staff were allowed up there since the whole level belonged to Veronica Walker. The button on the elevator for the 82nd floor even had a placard with her name in gold lettering. When Greg pushed the button for Miss Walker's floor, the screen next to the buttons lit up asking for a badge to be swiped, allowing the elevator to accept the floor request. Greg looked over at me and pulled my ID from the retractable clip on my waist and swiped it over the screen, which blinked back green as the doors closed. I was so intimidated by everything going on around me, I didn't even flinch when Greg took it upon himself to grab my badge as it was attached to my clothing. But when he let it go and it snapped back into place just over my right hip, my brain bounced back to reality. I stepped back from Greg slightly. I was a little unnerved that he didn't think twice about invading my personal space. Greg looked at me with his hands up as if he was surrendering. Sorry, didn't mean to be rude. I don't have access to Miss Walker's floor and an alarm sounds if you don't swipe an authorized badge right away. I think you have five seconds before the alarm sounds and the cavalry comes running. Wow, why all the security? Does she have like crazy expensive art up in her office or something? I asked, highly intrigued as to what she could be protecting. She does have expensive art, but the extra security is directly for her. She has had what you would say were a few close calls with some not-so-friendly corporate rivals in the past, Greg said, refusing to look at me. Really? I wouldn't expect that at all. I guess I never really thought of international finance as much of a cloak-and-dagger corporate espionage type of business, I replied. Well, with Miss Walker, people tend to be very trusting and vulnerable before she makes her move to get them to do what she wants. It benefits the business, but... Those she wins out over don't see it as business. They take it very personally. And when those people who are used to getting whatever they want all the time lose money or business to her, especially the way she likes to win, they tend to be very, uh, well, angry. We're taking the talking the need for revenge type anger. Wait, how does she win that makes people so mad? Greg finally looked at me with anxiety in his eyes this time. She has a way of making people feel very comfortable around her. People tend to trust her inexplicably, like she was family. Or a better way of explaining it is, uh, well, like a very close lover, I guess. Greg swallowed hard and looked away from me again. Apparently, the floor was more comfortable to look at than me at the moment. I don't think she's actually done anything that would be considered unethical or immoral but I do know there have been quite a few business owners who didn't answer to anyone who now answer to Miss Walker because of her particular negotiating techniques. Oh, we're here, thank God. Wait, what else should I know? I asked as I stepped over the threshold into a beautiful glass-enclosed hallway. Greg ushered me entirely out of the elevator without touching me. Just read the reports to her and do exactly what she says. You'll be fine. This is as far as I go. Ask Jamie over there that the receptionist desk where Miss Walker would like you. She'll help you from here. Jamie is Miss Walker's personal secretary. I truly hope to see you in a few days, Tessa. It was a pleasure meeting you. You seem like a nice person. 
Greg said as he slipped back into the elevator and pushed the button for it to close before he was even in it all the way. Greg's parting words did not fill me with confidence, but I got this. She's an amazing businesswoman, and I'm going to view this as a learning opportunity. Who else is going to get this kind of opportunity to work directly with business royalty right out of college? No one but me. That's who. I straightened my skirt, puffed up my chest, and approached Jamie. She barely looked up from what she was typing as she addressed me. Good morning, Miss Green. Miss Walker is ready for you. You can go right in. I glanced to the left, and there was an empty conference room enclosed in glass with a frosted border at eye level. I looked to the right and was greeted by a massive dark mahogany wall. Centered on the wall were large double doors with huge gold bars acting as door handles. Across the top of the doors in what seemed to be her signature gold leaf script font read, Veronica Walker, founding president and CEO Walker International. I'm not going to lie. It's a grand first impression. I remember my manners as I knock on the door politely, but with enough force to be heard and not come across as mousy. From behind the massive dark doors, I heard a faint, come in. I pushed the door forward silently and stepped into the bright room with confidence, taking in the elegant white marble flooring, the extravagant modern furniture surrounding me, and then I locked eyes with the most impressively striking woman I have ever seen. She was coming around the corner of her large desk that matched the color and materials of the entryway in a dark mahogany, and she walked. It was like everything on her moved in slow motion. Her hair was long and dark, but with loose beachy waves that bounced ever so softly with each step she took. She reached up to her face with her slender fingers, pulling her red glasses from her strikingly blue eyes that were veiled in a dark pink eyeshadow that matched her blouse perfectly. She also wore a pencil skirt that stopped just above her knee, perfectly accentuating her long, tone and tan legs. At that moment, I wanted to touch her. I wanted to see how soft her smooth skin would feel under my fingertips. I never really thought of women in that light before. I mean, sure, ladies are definitely the fairer sex, but this woman was dropped at gorgeous, and it took me by surprise that merely watching her move from behind her desk created a warm, fluttering sensation deep within my core. I always had boyfriends in high school, nothing serious, but I had never even dabbled in same-sex relationships or even thought of it for that matter. Greg did warn me about her, I guess. What the hell does this woman have over people that makes them feel this way? This woman was not only my boss, but she's the founder and CEO of the company I just started working for. I can't think of her like this at all. My career depends on it. Greg was worried I wouldn't last the next few days with her, and now I can see why. I thought he was concerned she'd order and bitch me out of my job, not seduce me out of it. She has to know she has this power over people, and I can't let her know that it works on me. I need to do everything in my power not to show her how attractive I think she is. I shook the lustful thoughts from my head, smiled, and reached out my hand to shake hers and introduce myself. Miss Walker, it is an absolute pleasure to meet you. I'm Tessa Green. She looked over at me slowly, and the warm fluttering immediately returned. I consciously made an extra effort to swallow my desire to be with her and straightened my spine as she took my hand in hers firmly. She took in a quick breath, and I watched her shocking bright red lips part as she spoke. The pleasure is all mine, Tessa. I'm looking forward to having you with me. Working, I mean. I assume you have the Jackman file to review? Straight to work, thank God. 
Yes, I have the file right here, I replied, holding out the dark blue binder. Where should I put my purse down, Miss Walker? She turned away from me and delicately tossed her hair as she did. Call me Veronica, please. You can put your stuff in my closet if you'd like. It'll be secure in there. No one comes in my office without my knowledge anyway. So wherever you feel comfortable. Your closet? I asked. She snickered at my seemingly silly question. Yes, I have a closet. I have an entire apartment on this floor. With a bedroom and everything. She smiled seductively at me and she sat back at her desk, caressing the smooth wood. If I need to pull an all-nighter, I can just stay here and work. It makes everything so much easier. Here, let me show you. She got up from her desk and sauntered past me, grabbing my hand softly in the process. She led me to a wall panel and put her hand against a black computer screen I wouldn't have seen unless she showed it to me. It appeared to scan her hand, and the wall panel clicked opening to a bright white cream foyer with an elegant tapestry on the wall. She led me by the hand down a hallway to another door that opened to a regal-looking bedroom. The walls were a light lilac color, and the heavy curtains were a dark cream. The four-post canopy-covered bed was absolutely the centerpiece in the room. Well, other than Veronica, that is. Seeing the soft, plush bed made me want to lay her on it, but no, I can't think about things like that right now. I can't let my guard down around this woman in the slightest. I need to keep my head straight and not let her know how attractive I find her. Is there anyone other than you and Jamie on this floor then? I have my security team scattered in random places. Why do you ask? I was just curious. It's beautiful, but it seems like it would get very lonely up here. Why did I just say that? I'm coming on to her without even thinking about it. Shit. Well, now aren't you full of surprises? I was expecting you to be a demure little brown noser, and here you are being all forward, she laughed. I'm sorry, that's not what I meant. Here, let me just put my bag down and we can get started. I fumbled through my words as I put my purse down next to an elaborately carved wardrobe and opened the Jackman binder. Which sections are you most concerned with reviewing first? Oh, well, I guess there will be time to play later. Start with a recent acquisition of Colson Holdings, please, she said, seemingly disappointed. What the hell did she mean by having to play later? This woman is going to eat me alive. I pulled up the Colson Holdings section of the binder and began reading as she led me out of her apartment and back to the main office. She worked at her computer for the remainder of the morning and into early afternoon as I read her the portions of the file she requested. It was less intense than I expected it to be and quite informative as well. What was being done with Mr. Jackman's accounts were genuinely amazing. I think I learned more reading what Walker International was doing for this one client than in my entire last semester of college. I was finishing the last paragraph regarding the Colson acquisition when Veronica interrupted me. I'm starving. What time is it? I looked down to my watch. It's ten after one. She smiled as she picked up her phone and dialed, Jamie, what's for lunch today? Sounds great. Have the chef bring two plates, please. One for myself and one for Tessa. She smiled as she hung up the receiver. I hope you like roasted sea bass and sweet honey glazed carrots with turnip mash. That actually sounds delicious, I replied, now feeling hungrier, hearing her talk about food. So while we wait for our food, why don't you tell me about yourself, Tessa? She asked as she got up from her desk and sat next to me on the leather couch. 
Her every move seemed to excite each cell in my body, and now this intimidating woman was sitting a mere inches from me. She tucked herself into the corner of the couch facing me and crossed her legs so our knees were practically touching. Her movements made my breath freeze in my throat. It felt like I had forgotten how to speak. I wanted the words to come out, but they just wouldn't, and I felt myself just staring at her. She moved her hand from her face to the top of my thigh. Are you all right, Tessa? You look a bit frazzled, she said with a slightly teasing tone to her voice. Her touch was all it took to pull me from my frozen, mute state. Yes, I'm fine. It's just, I didn't get much restful sleep last night, today being my first day here and all. I was too excited to sleep. First day jitters, I suppose. Yeah. Good idea, Tessa. Deflect that you're incredibly attracted to your boss by telling her you didn't get enough sleep. I'm sure she won't take any innuendo from that. I really need to start thinking before I speak. She left her hand on my thigh as she spoke. I get it. There's no need to feel uneasy, though, Tessa. From what I can tell in the few hours I've known you is that you're a bright young woman with a good head on your shoulders. What I like most about you is that you seem to have a solid grasp on common sense. Unfortunately, that's hard to find in the workplace nowadays. Hell, common sense is hard to find anywhere. Take Greg, for example. He's your direct supervisor, but I bet if there were an earthquake, he'd have to be told to take shelter under a table instead of just doing it. He's what you'd call a follower and not a leader. So why is he even a supervisor, then I asked? Because he's a good follower. He follows me, and if I tell him to jump, he asks how high and jumps exactly that high. I need the people under me to do exactly what I tell them to do, but I can't be down there managing all of them myself. That's where people like Greg come in. I trust him not to think outside the box and just pass along my instructions verbatim so the company runs precisely how I want it to. There was a knock at the door and our lunch was brought in. Four servers began bustling about setting up the large conference table with silverware, plates, and linens. It was a whirlwind of organized commotion that was over in under a minute. One of the staff motioned Veronica and me to the table. Miss Walker, lunch is served. Please do let us know if there's anything we can get for you and Miss Green. That will be all, Sam. Thank you. Veronica replied as she signaled for me to sit at the table and she followed the servers to the doors where she peeked her head out into the hallway. Jamie, can you make sure that Miss Green and I are not disturbed for the rest of the afternoon? You can leave promptly at five today. Thank you. I was slightly uneasy as I listened to her instructions to Jamie, but I sat down at the table determined not to show any weakness to Veronica Walker. Veronica sat at the head of the table, placed her napkin on her lap, and began eating right away. She only stopped to pour Lavour Sauvignon Blanc in both of our glasses. I looked at her as she poured. I'm not sure I should be drinking with all the work we have left to do today. Nonsense. It's such a delicate flavoring. It pairs perfectly with the sea bass. You'll love it, I promise. Are you sure? I insist. Consider it a celebratory drink to a successful first day here at Walker International, she laughed. But the day isn't over. Maybe I should wait until we're finished working. I'm kind of a lightweight when it comes to alcohol. Tessa, you're reading from a file, not mapping genomes. I'm sure one glass isn't going to impair you that much. Go ahead, enjoy lunch, drink the wine. It's not every day you get to drink with your boss, is it? She replied, looking deeply into my eyes and laying her hand over mine, causing my body to tighten instantly with lust. It was a split second, but I knew she noticed it. My body reacted instantly to her touch, and she knew it. 
The smile on her face and the way she slowly pulled her hand away from mine to play with her hair told me I was in trouble. My facade was broken in a matter of hours with this woman. That's the end of chapter three. Are you all ready to get super steamy with chapter four? I know I am. So let's get started. Chapter four. I finished lunch, including my glass of wine, and excused myself to the restroom. The bathroom is as exquisite as you would have expected it to be. The only thing missing was a golden toilet, but I figured that would be too gaudy for Veronica's taste. Everything she had was over the top, but tastefully over the top. I was washing my hands when Veronica walked in. She looked at me like a predator hunting prey, and instead of being scared, I was excited. Veronica didn't say a single word. She walked straight up to me, forcing my back against the wall. She stared at me hard, and my only response was to put my palms out against the wall behind me. Bracing myself was the only cue she needed. Veronica kissed me softly, cupping my face with her hands. I parted my lips, and she took it as an invitation for her tongue to slide inside. She tasted like the wine, and the sensation of her tongue in my mouth engulfed my body with pleasure. I instantly felt my body get wet with anticipation. She seemed to sense my eagerness as she took her hands from my face and lifted my skirt roughly. She pet my body over my panties and pulled away from kissing me. You are very wet, Miss Green. I didn't expect this from you, but I am pleasantly surprised. I want to see you. Show me your body, she demanded as she stepped back from me. I said nothing. My hands took over like they were on autopilot. I began unbuttoning my blouse and pulling it from my skirt as Veronica sat on a round, white leather ottoman in the center of the bathroom. Keep going, she demanded. I tossed my blouse to the floor and reached behind my back to unzip my skirt. I subconsciously thanked myself for wearing my matching white lace bra and panties as I dropped my dress to the floor. I stepped out of my clothes, still wearing my bra, panties, and black heels. I stood before this powerful woman on full display. I felt vulnerable but I also felt excited. The anticipation of what she was going to do next, where she was going to touch me. I felt a hot throbbing deep inside my core. You are beautiful, she smiled. I want you to close your eyes, Tessa. May I touch you? I closed my eyes and spoke without even thinking about my answer. Yes, please. You are such a good girl, aren't you, Tessa? Have you ever done anything like this before? She asked as her voice moved closer to me. I breathed heavily. No, never. I'm going to make you feel things like you have never felt before. Being with another woman is the most exhilarating experience, Tessa. I know what you like. I know where you like to be touched. No man could ever make you feel the way I am going to make you feel. Do you want that, Tessa? Yes, please, I begged. Are y'all excited and worked up enough? Was the story good so far? Are you enjoying it? Are you enjoying yourselves? I hope so. So I know the phrase is dick tease, but I call myself a book tease. Sorry, not sorry, ladies and gents. If you enjoyed what you heard so far, please hop on over to Amazon and search Her Hostel Takeover by Chanel Ivy in the Kindle store. It's available in ebook, paperback, and it's even free in Kindle Unlimited. 
The link for the book is also in the podcast description for your convenience. If you like what you hear, please make sure to do what you can to support an indie author like me. Share this podcast with your friends, purchase the books, leave a review, anything is much appreciated. Any support is crucial since we as indie authors don't get the pampering the big-named authors do. Either way, I thank you for spending time with me and my characters and supporting me in doing what I love. You can also follow my author profile on Amazon, or you can check me out at my website, chanelivy.com, to get updates on my new releases. If you enjoyed this work, please make sure to check out my other titles and let me know if you want me to jump into the Audible book world. I've been hesitant to go there yet, but your voices might be the push I need to go there. Well, I've really enjoyed the time we've spent together, but I've got to get back to writing my next work in progress. Join me next time when I read a quick scene from one of my other books. It's quite a steamy one. The book is called Her Heart's Ignition, and I'll also talk about some fun bedroom topics. If there's anything you ever want me to talk about, please hit me up on Facebook or Instagram and let me know. I love any and all feedback from all of you guys. So until next time, my naughty readers, and as always, happy reading, y'all.